All right, and welcome back to Talks with Hannah. So for my third episode, hour-long, super fun-filled episode, we have some good songs lined up, and I'm thrilled to be hosting this today. So Talks with Hannah on anchor.fm on Hawk Radio. I'm your host, Hannah, and today is going to be filled of awesome topics. I'm super passionate about what we're going to be talking about today. I have some great things lined up, and it's going to be fun. So who's ready for this summer-filled fun podcast? Um, I'm so hyped. So I have really good songs lined up. Um, we're just going to have a great time today. And let's just get into it. Um, first, I'm going to be talking about some advice that I have for saving money and investing. So when I was in my junior year of high school, I took a finance class with a teacher who I completely adored and we became really close and I still am in contact with her, but she taught me some stuff that I will continue to remember forever. I still have some of the projects and work that I've done um, from her class. So I kind of want to share what I've learned. I think it's a fun topic because it's also just showing the knowledge that I've learned from this class and kind of passing it along because I think it is super helpful and it's honestly helps me transitioning into adulthood. So the finance class, um, it was an experience. It was a great class and I learned so much. So first I'm kind of going to get into, um, what the main thing I kind of learned is pretty much knowing how to manage your money. Um, credit cards are, a scam um, unless you know that you can manage your money pretty much you're playing with money that you do not have yet so that's a risky kind of business to do um, I think establishing credit at a young age is extremely important I know a lot of banks have um, plans for college credit cards etc I have one and it gives me cash back um, when I spend a certain amount of money whenever I'm using my credit card I automatically transfer back the money that I just spent onto my from my debit or my checking account to my credit card um outstanding balance because even though it's just kind of transferring transferring money back and forth I'm actually making a name for myself establishing credit which is super important having a good credit score at a young age will get you get you far in life um you don't want to mess that up so obviously if you're not responsible you think you'll spend money without having it and without being to gain it back that will obviously have an impact on your score so I recommend getting a credit card and kind of just using it as a debit card because just making a credit score at a young age is super important um additionally um just not going buying a ton of credit cards I know when you go to stores like Victoria's Secret for example they're like hey do you want to get our credit card No, no, you do not because it is just don't like I'm telling you do not apply for a ton of credit cards. It's a scam. You are going to go in debt. You are going to lose track of money. It is not something you want to do. So I always say no, I do not recommend credit cards for people who are irresponsible with money. But I've I've, my mom um, kind of always taught me to be good with money. She kind of never gave me money so saving money was something I always did um with that um something I learned in finance that was super important was the importance of saving money at a young age um pretty much if you save 
a small amount of money, it is going to increase in entrance over time. So that means you are going to have way more money than you put in at the beginning. So having extra money, leftover money, put it in your savings account. Um, after time, it will your amount will rise. And if you put a certain amount of money, I think it was a hundred thousand dollars. It will be a million dollars by the time you retire. So just investing, um small amounts into your savings account will help you with retirement you will make so much more money um just saving money that's something you always have to do i never want to see a zero in any of my bank accounts i was always want to you know rather saving money is better than spending it on something stupid and superficial that you will probably not use in a couple of years i think it is just so much more important to save money um, another thing that I learned is when searching for used cars. I um, thought this was kind of helpful because I actually had to get a new car recently. And Kelly Blue Book is a great website um, to learn about this stuff. Um, seeing if it has more than a couple, like if it has one previous owner, that's good. Two's a little sketchier. The higher the number that goes, um, the more problems, the more um times it's gotten maintenance worked on is a red flag you also have to look at the miles um per um highway like um how you know like your gas mileages to see how much money you're saving um if the miles are super high it is not worth your price you might see a lot um a super low price on the website but then if you look into it and see how many miles it has it is a huge red flag that you should not do um you have to be very cautious when looking for cars because a lot of them can be scams, overpricing, um, too many miles. I'd say depends on the car, but 100,000 miles is not good. I definitely pro- would not even buy a car probably over 70,000 miles because that is not going to give you a lot of use. It's also super used, um, which means a lot more problems, a lot more maintenance that you're going to have to invest in and fix, which is super annoying and not a good thing um I also learned about when applying for jobs learning about retirement plans um super important um like a 401k um just making sure that you are getting um money and stabilization for your future it's something you have to worry about at a young age because you can have so much impact if you're investing at a young age um you will be so much happier in the future because no one wants to work forever. You don't want to have to work every single day, long shifts, um, annoying stuff like that. If you are investing into a brighter future, a brighter retirement, you will have such more of a casual life um, in the future. And I know everyone wants to live while you're young, party, have fun, not worry about things like that, but it is something that is so important. Honestly, will change your life. You will be so happy that you focused on this at a young age because it will have such a strong impact on your future and you, you know you won't have to worry about stuff if you see those that those numbers going up because they are racking investments and um interest I mean so as a college student um it is a great time to learn how to manage your finances and build habits that will set um success for the rest of your life so with more clarity on your spending and your saving habits, you can work towards bigger goals like paying off student loans, traveling, saving money for future milestones like moving somewhere. So obviously the main focus is getting a good education. And um, but college honestly um, 
provide you with such great skills and opportunity to develop money skills you'll need after you graduate because you're not going to live with your parents' money forever. You st- you might not already, um, but you should start making smart choices about your money to set a solid foundation for the future. Getting in good habits with money now will definitely help you get used to that in the future when you are focusing and spending your own money all the time. Um, too, there's too many students with super high student loans um, and in debt, and that is something that people have to kind of focus on at a young age and figure out how they're going to pay off those debts and also have a sustainable lifestyle. So setting budgets is something that I've learned is really important. Um, Mapping out a budget might be kind of scary at first and, you know, it's it's college is stressful, but making sure to, um, it's a powerful tool when you're creating a budget and tracking your spending habits, like even breaking down what your money is going to for example I get a hundred dollars a week from my parents to spend um because I'm taking classes and stuff like that so if I was to break that down um into different categories like for example um gas whatever I spend probably fifty dollars whatever on gas um and then food eating out um clothing etc breaking down and seeing where maybe your um prices are too high you're spending too much um kind of being aware of what you could cut down on to save more money for things that are more important or even just save money in your savings account have more money for things you enjoy rather than wasting on stuff I I'm big um culprit of spending money on fast food and shopping and while I could save it for more things I honestly appreciate um you know going and doing things rather than having a you know new shirt or something I'd rather have the memory so that's something I kind of want to focus on with budgeting um living on a budget doesn't mean you can't have fun it means the fun you will do won't prevent you from paying off the stuff you need to um so spending time on focusing on what you have to pay each month I know um with apartments, um, you know, utilities, tuition, whatever, supplies, phone bill, car payments, etc. Food, when you make a plan for the money that you have, you can kind of be stress-free without knowing, uh, without stressing about your priorities not being covered, tracking your expenses, as I said before, making sure where you can make cuts on how you can spend more efficiently, you know, you don't really realize how your small purchases add up. And until you look at kind of what you're spending, um, setting limits. Um, I know there's a lot of good apps on your phone, like Mint. I used to have that app. I also have an app called Digit, which is an app that takes money out of my account every couple of days and puts it into their app. So I can put that in my savings account. Or also, if I'm in a situation where I need some extra money, I can take it out of there. So and it's small increments that you wouldn't even realize that you're taking getting the money taken out of. So it's not anything you have to worry about. And it's always kind of having your back. You know, you'll always have extra money. And also, you can put it in your savings account, if anything. So, you know, um, I think that's super helpful. Having a savings account, obviously, it's important to start this habit early. Um, it's tempting to spend money, I know, firsthand. But, um you know, limiting your, how much you'll save every day, you know, um, 
even like taking like there's automatic plans i know on my at my bank you can automatically save from um you know get money from your checking account put into your savings account um instead of worrying about that like kind of with the budget thing just mapping out what you're going to spend how much you'll put in your savings account like maybe even like ten dollars a week like you can start small obviously bigger is better but you know building your credit score obviously as i said before renting an apartment putting your name putting the car in your name first home um you know paying on time is super important because that contributes to your credit score um and it also controls your financial future being careful with credit card debt as i said before you cannot dig a hole with credit card debt because it's it's super they're manipulative with their um advertising you don't really realize what you're getting into um student credit card is super good as i said before um it might not seem like a priority right now but in the long road um you will be more successful in buying like bigger things when you're older and also even it can help with your job and renting apartments um making sure to eat on a budget that's something i struggle with i like to go out a lot and eat food but cooking um spending a certain amount on groceries and eating at home is so much cheaper and you know the decisions you make with your food will have a huge impact on the bottom line learning how to cook is a good skill that you could have and rely on forever you know help your bank account you can also just have fun with it um i think that's super helpful um and just investing now is so important having a part-time job you know while working in college it's it's, it helps your resume number one you'll have extra money um gaining work experience in school you can benefit with tuition assistance and also employee benefits from your company and also the more money you put towards tuition the less you have to borrow which will help you in the long run you don't want to be stuck with debts also maybe even summer jobs um extra shifts you know it's not the end of the world you can still have fun working um just in general like i feel like these tips are super helpful having um account alerts on on your phones on your apps on emails and stuff just making sure um you can see notifications related to payments and balances and purchases this will help you to prevent slip ups like overdrawing a checking account or making a late payment which it honestly really um hurt your credit score um just instead of um buying like a brand new textbook also looking online at ebay or amazon renting is a lot more smarter because you're probably not going to need that textbook for long other than your class also make sure just make sure you're just watching everything you do you know you can ask about student discounts um stuff like that exclusive offers just for students it's just super helpful and that's something that has helped me save my money and that's something I learned in finance while I was taking that class my junior year of high school this correlates to now um you can't be impulsive with your money you can have you can just even with your budget you can set an amount of money that will be your fun impulsive money you know um you can put something in your shopping cart and then look at it when after budgeting see if you really have enough money for that um you know cut out stuff that is negative going out all the time smoking stuff like that 
is just a waste of money in a way. Um, you know, being careful with your gas, um, you know, figuring out, um, just everything that you're subscribed to, like Netflix, um, stuff like that, gym memberships, just making sure you can budget and afford that with everything else, and just taking advantage of your student discount, as I said before, stuff like that, you gotta, you gotta make a savings account that earns interest, I think that's the main, um, main thing I hope you guys get from this little rant that I'm having additionally um just avoiding trends and stuff that will go out of date avoiding brand names generic is so much better because it's cheaper the same it saves you money same with clothing it doesn't matter if you don't have a Nike sweatshirt and you just have a generic brand no one cares we're old enough to not worry about stuff like that so I just think overall just being able to manage your money and be sufficient with your spending is so important and will correlate to the rest of your life and you have the power to you know control that right now you're not you know not be in debt figure your credit score out it will help you in the long run and you will be so much more satisfied in the future if you are focusing on this at a young age especially as a college student so I hope that helped you guys a lot because those are some things that have really helped me learn to manage my money um and you know I'm happy with how I am with my spending now so all right so now I'm going to be playing a song um it is by Fleetwood Mac it is Dreams it is a great song and I love it good vibes um I listen to this song a lot when I go to the beach and it's in my like little beach playlist and so here we go
back with Talks with Hannah on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. I am your host, Hannah, and I'm super excited to, you know, continue this podcast today. I love that song. It's such great vibes, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I have some good songs lined up, and I also am so excited to continue talking about some great topics for today. So, I'm going to be talking about something that I really like incorporating in my life. I think it has helped me a lot and I'm going to be talking about um, mental health and taking care of yourself. So that's something I feel like a lot of people overlook. Um, It's kind of downplayed in society. A lot of people don't see the real, you know, concerns and about mental health and treat it as, you know, kind of you know people just downplay it and don't understand completely and I just want you guys to know that I'm always here for you guys and I understand that people have their struggles people people go through their own things you can't control what you're born with a chemical imbalance anxiety etc um it needs you know people need to be more understanding and open and you know I think taking care of yourself is something that obviously helps to you know soothe those hardships that you can incur um encounter during um with these you know um mental illnesses and mental struggles it doesn't even have to be something you're diagnosed with just making sure you're able to get through hard times and you know using good coping mechanisms um 
I think mental health is so important and it's something that is way too overlooked. I feel like a lot of pretty much it's so common in society, even just, you know, stuff that's, you know, ADHD, for example, I have ADHD and I'm prescribed on medicine to help my control and maintain my ADHD and help me with school and just day-to-day activities and people should not look at something that you're born with as a weakness I think it honestly it adds to personality I think it makes you different I think it you know even if you struggle with certain things depression anxiety ADHD for example as I said that I'm diagnosed with um you know you are who you are and you should not be ashamed of something that you are struggling with you know um, I, I know a lot of good coping mechanisms. I get really anxious sometimes and I like to meditate. I like to take care of myself. Even just small little actions can help, you know, reshape your mind, put you in the right mindset, be optimistic. I think that's one of the most important things to li- with living with stuff like that. I think being optimistic, looking for the best in every situation, being happy, even if you don't feel like it, faking it until you make it honestly makes you happy, like smiling when you're not actually happy, you know, having positive vibes, having positive interactions, there's no need for negativity in the world, and I feel like that's something that just people don't understand all the time, you know, there's no re like, you know, as your parents said when you're younger, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all, and I think that's very accurate, I think that's very true to everything you don't you know you need to focus on the happiness and even if you don't see a positive outcome from something you can learn from it everything's a learning experience and I think you know people just have to be more optimistic with the way they are because things will get better everything happens for a reason that's one of the mottos that I go by every single day I try to not dwell on the past I say in the present and focus on the future um the past is in the past something you can't change you can't change your past actions your past doings your past wrongs or mistakes it's something you learn from and that's so important I feel like that helps a lot with anxiety if you look at what you what's coming for you you know you gotta set goals for yourself you have to be positive and optimistic with what what you can make your life like you know you can't can't be upset with who you are you kind of have to romanticize your life you have to romanticize yourself you have to you know love yourself and that's something a lot of people struggle with I struggle with it too but making sure to be have a positive outlook on everything and stuff like that will just make everything so much better um I get anxious sometimes I know there's a lot of different coping skills everyone likes different things but going on to drive is super, you know, um, clears my mind and helps me relax. Um, additionally, with just taking short naps will help me relax as well because sleeping stuff off helps, you know, just you wake up in a better mood. Um, I like to dream, so that's something I look forward to when I go to bed. Also, meditation, I think that's super crucial to, you know, getting to know yourself, self-love, Um, being content with yourself that's the most important thing just being able to understand and be okay with who you are Um, being 
peaceful with who you are be peaceful within the world around you um there's no need for hate in the world there's no need for negativity being able to just sit close your eyes and kind of manifest and think positive vibes and energy it will it will come back to you um the energy you put out there that's what you attract so having a good mentality and a good aura about yourself is something that I really strive to have and I think that helps me with dealing with certain things that I have to go through um everyone has their own personal struggles and just taking time for yourself and sitting down meditating even you can put on a little um like meditation be or even a guided meditation being able to kind of get out of your head and manifest and focus on the goodness and kind of calming your body down calming your nerves calming your muscles kind of just focusing on everything around you and the beauty that life is I think that's insanely um refreshing and something that I love to do and calms you um I think being in touch with yourself is one of the most important things and I think that's something that everyone wants to be um really really accustomed with I think everyone wants to be able to know their self and be okay and peaceful and in control of their selves um meditation helps a lot with that um I think personally I am very in touch with myself I trust myself and I'm my own best friend and I think that's something that really helps me um get get through day-to-day things like even being lonely sometimes I am okay with that because I am I I like my own company I like being alone I like I can have fun and make myself happy by myself and I think that's something that a lot of people just need to realize um a lot of people struggle with trying to gain happiness through other people or other activities when happiness comes from within you just need to be able to you know be able to say that you are happy with who you are and I know you not everyone always will and I don't I can't say I'm 100% happy with who I am and I 100% love myself but I think you know as I said before manifesting and kind of faking it and just spreading optimistic vibes is something that's just going to get you so much further because there's no if you're surrounded by negativity if you are negative then how is that going to make your mind feel like you're you're manifesting this negative energy you're thinking these negative thoughts that's not going to help you with anything so I think that's something that's so important um having someone you can rely on to talk to and express how you feel and someone you can trust and respect and they respect your viewpoints opinions um beliefs someone that you can always turn to is something that's so important um for when you're going through something you have a mental illness you are anxious like having someone that you trust and can turn to is so important just being able to healthy like be healthy and have a healthy vent and rant and express how you feel is something that's so important because bottling up your emotions bottling up your feelings is not healthy and it will come back to you in the long run you can't just hold something so deep because it's just going to keep you're digging a hole for yourself you need to express and 
you know, express and get those feelings out instead of lashing them in and kind of holding them close to yourself because they will lash out in negative ways that won't be effective. You need to be effective with the way you control your emotions and your feelings because I know some people, I have severe um, emotions. Sometimes I get sad. I Some situations happen and it really hurts me. Um, but being able to, you know, manifest them, think them out through yourself, be able to vent to someone that you love and get those feelings out will be so much healthier than just keeping them to yourself because that's just going to, yourself is your worst, worst critic. Yourself is, you can't control all your thoughts all the time. You know, you're going to keep bottling up these emotions, bottling up these feelings, and it's just going to be a, a weight that you carry around with yourself. So you need to be able to ground yourself. And that's why I think meditation is so important because you're able to truly just be content and stable and just be able to think clearly with no distractions, no nothing. Um, there's so many other great coping mechanisms. I think just being able to work out. I know a lot of people um, really benefit from taking out their stress and whatever going whatever's going on around them um, by working out and just you know, I think that's so healthy. It's healthy for your mind, healthy for your body. And I think that's just a great way to also, you know, deal with the hardships in your life because not everything's always going to be perfect. You know, I think I look at obstacles in my life as something that I can learn and grow from rather than something that's going to destroy and ruin it. I mean, I have had some really bad things um, happen to me. And in the moment, I might have thought, how am I going to get over this? How am I going to recover? But then looking back, even just a couple weeks or even a month later, those things are so minuscule and like small and they don't even matter anymore. And you just have to look at the bigger picture. You know, a lot of times it's important to focus on the present, but thinking in the future, you know, what will this matter in a month? Will this matter in a year? How, where am I going to be in five years? You know, you don't really know. You don't have a crystal ball to see your future or the future outcomes of anything. But just, you know, just being able to know that you're strong, you're resilient, you are able to overcome hardships and bad things in your life. You will be able to be resilient and bounce back. And I think that's something that will help with your anxiety. Just having good, positive um you know, messages to yourself, just kind of being your biggest fan, cheering yourself on, making sure that you always have your own back. You can't just dwell on your mistakes and your things that upset you. You just have to be your biggest fan, cheer yourself on, and, you know, just focus on achieving the goal of life, which I believe is true happiness, true contentment, Um, just being happy with your life. I want to be able to you know, like on my last dying days, be able to say that I had a fulfilling and happy life, even if there was hardships, even if I maybe wasn't happy the entire time, I want to be able to say I achieved pure happiness because that's, I just, that's exactly what I think the goal of life is. And I think that's heavily influenced by the people you surround yourself with, by the way you have an outlook on life. You have a huge impact on how things go for yourself you have to be 
your biggest motivator. You have to get in habits of, you know, how you want to live your life. You have to focus on yourself and your happiness because you're, you know, your, you know, mental health is so important and can't be overlooked. You can't stress yourself out. You have to take time for yourself. Even just doing something small every single day will help you, you know, live your life without stress and without worrying. I truly believe there's so many, so many, so many ways you can just be, you know, more content and happy with who you are. Being, expressing yourself is something that I believe is so important. Not being afraid of others' opinions and, um, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. No one else's opinion matters in the long run. Being able to express yourself, do what makes you happy, um, you know, wear what makes you happy dress up to make impress yourself you don't have to impress anyone else you don't have to worry about oh I look weird no you don't no one cares you just have to express yourself and be happy with who you are and love yourself and you know just self-expression is so important you know being able to express yourself through everything you do being a one of one of a kind individual is something I think is so important because we need differences in our society. We need individuality. We need creativity because everyone has a different aspect of creativity that they can bring to the world. And through self-expression, that is so, it's brought out so much stronger and more individual. And I think it's beautiful. And I think that, you know, that's a step of, you know, good self-health, you know, being able to be okay with who you are being able to be happy with the person you're becoming and expressing yourself through the things you love you want to be remembered as someone who was able to make people smile who was able to make other people happy who was creative who you know who cares what other people think it doesn't matter in the long run you just have to be happy with who you are you have to focus on the focus on the good things in life you can't dwell on the sadness and you can't you know worry about that you need to be able to surround yourself by goodness you need to you know if you have toxic relationships in your life something that's bringing you down doesn't even have to be a relationship something that is not making you happy you need to cut it out of your life because you can't worry about the opinions of others you can't worry you can't just hold on to other people's stress or do things to make other people happy when it's really hurting you inside that's just not healthy that's not something that will get you anywhere in life I think just being open and self-love is just so important and I hope that you guys got something from this because I really am an advocate for good mental health I'm an advocate for understanding others I'm an advocate just for happiness I want to spread good around the world that's what I want to do with my life I want to help others and I think that just doing something good for yourself and someone else every single day will just improve your quality of life so all right I'm gonna be playing another song now but here we go
with hannah on hawk radio on anchor.fm i'm your host hannah and that was 
um Hall for You by Stick Figure. I love that song. It's kind of a Bob Marley, cute little vibe kind of song. And we have 15 minutes left, and I'm super thrilled to be having one of these radio shows podcasts today. Um, you know, I think my last little um talk was super crucial, and I really honestly that put me in a really good mood and headspace and I'm excited for our next little topic going on. So I'm going to be talking about some species that went extinct in the past two years that we probably don't know about, which is super sad. Obviously, on my last um, podcast, I talked about um, global warming and how that contributes to extinction um, of animals, which is super sad. So I'm going to be talking about some things I learned from the Scientific American website about the species that we declared extinct in 2020. So extinction denial is a lot like an effort um, to kind of, you know, mischaracterize the extinction crisis and kind of focus on, oh, human activity isn't really damaging ecosystems and the planet. But in reality, it is impossible to deny because extinction is in- insanely influenced by human impact. Sadly, okay, so there was 32 orchid species in Bangladesh that went extinct last year. So um, they lost around 17% of their 187 known orchid species. And some of these still exist in other countries. But they it tells us that we've taken a toll on our habits of our um, ecosystem. And nine more um, species of the orchid may have also gone extinct in Madagascar. Another one, um, extinction in 2020, was handfish. Which they are a cute little fish. They're an unusual group of species. And their fins kind of look a little weird. And they walk around on the floor. They haven't been seen since 1802 and lived in Tasmania, um, but bottom fishing, pollution, destruction of their habitat, and other threats are probable reasons for its extinction, even though um, the remaining handship species are critically endangered, so this extinction should serve as a more important wake-up call to help save them. A lot of plants in North America, 65 different plants, have been lost, um, five small trees, eight shrubs, 37 herbs, and 15 annual herbs um, have gone extinct in 2020, which obviously wasn't a great year um, due to COVID, but also we're losing so many important things to our ecosystem. Um, the list includes a Marshala grandiflora, which is a huge flowering plant um, that, <laughs> too bad, it literally is extinct now. So there's 22 frog species, um, that went extinct um a lot of them were central and south american frogs and they are include the rubber frog and the pineago subfoot frog which it's super sad um it's possibly extinct or there is still a very small um population left there is 15 percent of mite species went extinct um 17 freshwater fish from the Philippines went extinct as well, which is super sad. Um, Barbodas disa, Barbodas tranquilotes, Barbodas sanquilosis, Barbodas um, 
Femilocus, etc., etc. So many. It's super sad that they're declared extinct now. Um, a lot of different plants are declared extinct as well. This rises um, a huge concern for what we're doing and how we're damaging our ecosystems and other homes. Um, there's sharks, um, tons of different species, um, some not seen for decades, frogs, fish, orchids, other species no longer exist because our destructive um, effects on our planet, which I think is super, super um, heartbreaking that we are treating our planet like that because it's not only our planet, it is also their home too and we need to be more aware of our contribution to um the extinction of other people's other species because that's completely unfair so now i'm going to be playing hey soul sister by train i love this song i have an emotional attachment to this song because my little sister and i used to kind of sing this song together because we liked it because it said hey soul sister you know we kind of related to it but here we go for our last song on this podcast today
with hannah on hawk radio on anchor.fm i'm your host hannah and for our last little um talk today i'm going to be talking about the transition from zoom back to in-person classes so for my college um we are actually having all in-person classes next semester in the fall which i kind of am worried about i know a lot of people are because we are so accustomed to Zoom, I feel like Zoom really had a big impact on education and it probably will impact the younger society for a long time. Um, We are now used to, um, you know, joining online, being able to look up stuff online, kind of um, kind of slacking off, not being able to, you know, experience the education lifestyle that we are used to by going into in-person classes, going to school. We kind of missed out the last two years on education. Um. And I feel like a lot of people really um, did not do well with the online education. Personally, myself, um, I struggle with learning online because I have ADHD and I need accommodations. And it's kind of hard to accommodate those things on online education. I know a lot of people who struggled with that as well because they are not used to being able to join stuff online. I feel like this made a lot of people slack off. I know a lot of people have stated that they have not learned as much as they thought they would in person. And I feel like that's definitely set back our society because a lot of people did not retain all the information that we were taught these past couple of semesters that we had to do online. Teaching online definitely was hard for both sides. I know teachers very struggled with this as well. And I'm very sad to be talking about this because I do not think that anyone wanted to, wanted it to be this way. But I think it is going to be very hard for our society, our students, to accustom back to getting used to going back into school, sitting in classes for long periods of time without social distancing. I think it's going to be very difficult um, having in-person tests again. I think it's going to bring a lot of stress and I think there needs to be a way to ease back into this in-person learning because no one's really used to, um, you know, they've been online the whole time. They've been able to slack off. They've been able to, you know, use other resources to learn. They've been, I feel like a lot of people, more people kind of struggled with this online learning rather than did well. Um, It is a really tough topic because I know things need to go back to normal everything's kind of coming back to normal with vaccinations and stuff like that um but it is a huge concern um i'm worried for the younger society just students in general being able to get used to being back in the classroom and back in a learning environment where they have to put their full attention and full effort back in 
online learning was definitely a struggle for a lot of different people and I wish I could say that I learned a lot of stuff through online learning but sadly I do I honestly do so much better in the classroom but now I'm used to you know the slack slacking off in school and being able to not focus as much because of zoom and I think that's going to be hard for us to adjust back to um getting used to putting that in back in our schedule um being full attention I think it's going to be hard for everyone to get back into the routine of in-person classes etc especially younger kids I know a lot of kindergartners and first graders stuff like that they were doing online school and they don't have a lot of experience with in-person being in the classroom and I think that's very hard and it's going to be a lot of stress on the teachers especially because they have to you know kind of it's kind of teaching all over again teaching the expectations teaching the rules and you know focusing back into how are we going to adjust as a society back into a regular um, environment? I am, you know, kind of focusing on how I'm going to make this adjustment. Um, I already picked out my schedule and I'm pretty excited about my schedule, but I'm also kind of worried about, you know, getting back into the swing of things. And, you know, I feel like I kind of did not learn as much as I wanted to these past couple of semesters because they were online and I'm excited to actually get what my money's worth of my education back in the classroom. However, I'm kind of worried about my, um, you know, ability to be able to focus and have my best potential in these classes because I'm not used to being um, in person again. Thankfully, um, I am a resilient and I can you know, accustomed to things really fast, and I'm not really super stressed out about it, but I am kind of scared um, to, you know, how how everyone's going to be able to deal with this hard adjustment. So that is it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode of Talks with Hannah. I'm your host, Hannah, and I really enjoy doing these talk shows with you. I think it is such a fun way to express things that are my on my mind recently and kind of get you guys thinking and get you guys um you know um involved with different opinions and different you know knowledge that I think is helpful and relevant to my life so I will see you guys next week and um have a great weekend and all right positive vibes Hannah out